What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Classroom Brew. This is episode seven now. So if you haven't already, please make sure you're, well, obviously spreading the word. That'd be awesome. If you think someone would enjoy this podcast, that'd be great. Uh, But make sure you're checking out Classroom Brew on Instagram. There's also a Facebook page as well as a YouTube channel where I really just have a bunch of previews uh, of episodes. I don't have every single episode up on there because I want to make sure you go to the podcast app and subscribe. Uh, If you already subscribed and you're spreading the word, thank you. That's awesome. Pretty cool. Been seeing the podcast kind of go up. A lot of people around the world, too, not just in the United States, like Australia. I had a few listeners in there. could see that on my analytics, which was awesome. But make sure, spreading the word, and also if you could rate and review the podcast in iTunes, that would be great. Thanks, guys. Today's Friday. It was one of the craziest days ever because my school, actually, it was a day of non-attendance. Uh, which is great for my students. They get a nice little day off there. That's one less day of planning for me. I can kind of take it a little bit easier that day. Uh, But it was actually kind of a hectic day. So I was approached by my principal uh, like a week ago, if even, saying, hey, do you want to be the teacher liaison for this student summit? And it's this sort of leadership thing where students are trained and they kind of explore things that they want changed in their school and uh, they get grant money, and I was like, cool, that's awesome, thanks for thinking of me, so I went. Only took uh, three students, Uh, we were allowed like three to five, something like that. Um, I whittled the list down to three because two of the five never really came, Uh, but then another two actually wound up dropping out without really telling me, so the day before, I had to try to scramble to find two more students that I knew I could trust that would actually do it well, give their full effort, that would actually care about what happens at their school. Finally was able to get that squared away, and that was great. Fast forward to this morning. Oh boy. I actually was able to get some funding to send Uber drivers and Lyft drivers to pick up each of the three students. So even with voice command in my car, it is beyond stressful to have to drive to the location, which is in the downtown area of the city, while also making sure you're communicating with your principal to figure out if the drivers are on their way, what time they're going to arrive, what kind of car they have, what color the car is, the name of their driver, everything like that. So there was a big issue with the drivers. Long story short, two out of the three students actually were able to make it there. Uh, The third one wound up going on some secondary field trip that was being offered by, I can't even remember the organization. So Uh, It was hectic. It sucked. I myself was late because even though I left like an hour and a half, two hours early to make sure that I would get there and find parking in time, parking was still an absolute disaster. Uh, It it was like literally 45 minutes of that hour and a half was spent just looking for parking within like a a two-mile radius. Two miles, not two blocks. It was awful. Uh, But it was actually pretty cool. Kind of cool to see that there's some students that even though they had a day off and they have plenty of things that they could be doing with that day, they actually cared enough, which was pretty cool. The two students that were there, I I picked them. uh, I I initially picked 10. I whittled the list down to like a random three. Uh, But then I went back to my list when, you know, a couple of them backed out. And it was actually kind of funny because (laughs) these are students that are a little bit more engaged with their education. So they have that kind of commitment to, you know, outside things like this. They want to implement change, be leaders in their schools, uh, and it's actually pretty cool. But So I'm pretty excited because uh, I know these students recognize the problems that we have, and and they identify that it's it's a a culture issue. 
no matter what's happening with the change with my, my admin, they're coming in, they're doing a great job of trying to turn around the culture. It's going to take a while. It's a long process. You can't just change the prior culture in a matter of weeks or months, whatever. It takes a while. But it was kind of cool, you know, to have the this small group setting to see like, hey, what do you recognize as the problem? It's kind of funny because there was one kid that he got, he got really real with me. He was like, some kids are just assholes, which uh, I think there's always something, but it was just kind of funny to hear uh, this perspective from a student. Yeah, man. So I was kind of giving him shit because they were somehow matching. And I just said, hey, we're representing our school. Let's make sure that, you know, we're dressing professionally. Not that it's a problem, but let's make sure we're not just wearing like, you know, jeans and a hoodie. Let's kind of step it up a little bit, you know, in between like professional and casual. And they both wore like like some sort of white pants and like a, a denim shirt, which was all, like people probably thought like, oh, they must have school uniforms. But that was kind of funny. But anyways, point being, it was cool to see that there were students that were even on their day off, willing to go in, make some sort of change in their school. Which leads me to the big thing that I read the other day. Betsy DeVos, and this is just a rumor, may be stepping down. I don't know if it's because she's been ineffective or if she realizes, hey, I'm in over my head and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But apparently that's kind of being, uh, whether it's just in the rumor mill or it's something that's being put in the works, I'm not sure. Uh, But that would be awesome because... As someone that has gone through, you know, four years of undergrad and two years of grad school, I've got student loans, and I know that Betsy DeVos isn't looking out for my best interest, as well as the best interest of my students. She doesn't seem to really care about that. But anyways, one of the big things, too, is, oh, this is kind of shameful, but hey, no regrets. Uh, Katie and I were able to watch the entire second season of Stranger Things in a matter of two days. And that doesn't sound so bad on the surface, except for the fact that we could have done it in one, because I think there's like nine episodes. Nine, right? Yeah, nine. Nine episodes in this season. We did seven in the first day. The only reason we stopped is because it was like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, and I was like, hey, I should probably you know get ready for work tomorrow. And it wasn't that big of a cliffhanger. Well, it was, it, they're all big cliffhangers, but if you are watching Stranger Things or if you're not caught up, whatever, uh, maybe fast forward a little bit because there's about to be a little spoiler here. Because I don't, I don't know about you guys, but when I saw Sean Astin was in it, first thing I was like is, oh, it's Rudy. And so there's this part, which, all right, by the way, with Will Byers, when he's drawing a picture of the shadow guy or whatever, hey, draw smaller pictures, man. Why has it got to take up the entire house? Hey, you're doing that little map of the rivers so that you can find Hopper. Draw it smaller, man. Why is it you? This the poor house. First, it's all the Christmas lights and you know the whole trap thing they set up with the Demogorgons and stuff. It's, it's, who thought of that name? Oh my god! But draw smaller pictures, man. Good God! Why is it gotta? I know you don't have like consciousness of it, but you gotta have some control. Just make the thing smaller. But anyways, with Sean Astin, first off, has Sean Astin ever had a, a role where he wasn't, like, the good guy or the guy that you even liked? He's so likable. And so you, you kind of knew, all right, he's probably going to die. 
when you know there's all those demo dogs or whatever they call them in this season and uh he like turns on the power and there's always that line that someone has and they're like that son of a bitch did it classic but you knew he was gonna die and they just dragged it out and it's like come on like i found myself going rudy 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 because that's all that's like the main role that i know him from i don't even remember his name in lord of the rings or like anything else that he did apparently there was a goonies joke in there but that that was my thing because i was really rooting for him even though i knew there's going to be some sort of like they'll give you a little false hope, but you really know that it isn't false hope because you know he's going to die because you can't have Sean Aston in that because you've got Hopper and Winona Ryder obviously has to be with Hopper. But it was still sad. It was one of the sad deaths, uh, one of the sadder deaths that I've seen. The Walking Dead definitely has one of the saddest deaths in it. Uh, at the start of when they introduce, is it, is it Negan? Negan. When they introduce Negan, oh my God, two really upsetting deaths. Brutal. But yeah, draw smaller maps, draw smaller pictures so it's easier to figure things out. Make it easier for people. And don't kill Sean Astin. Stop it. He's not Sean Bean. Stop killing him. Uh, I also, I gave my like end of the year assessment because our quarter is over and report card pickup is coming up soon. And uh, it's unbelievable how many students really don't get the, the quiet environment that you need for a testing room. So something to work on. Hey, if you have any questions, direct them to me, but there's still undoubtedly that one student that just has to ask their friends something. And you don't know if it's about the test or if it's about something random, but it's like, just, just stop, please. I'm circulating the room. Just wait for me to get there or raise your hand. But, um, no, one of the big things I've noticed this week is that I don't know if it's this time of the year, but a lot of students are just, and you almost have to laugh, but they're just really on edge. Uh, The fights have gone down, which has been great. Uh, I don't have to, you know, get involved in that because it's not happening right now. It gives me a little bit of a physical break. Uh, But there's, unfortunately, some students that are exposed to gang culture, uh, which sucks. Uh, But, like, there was a student that was throwing up gang signs uh, and had to write that up. And it really sucks because, you know, whether it's their own involvement or someone that they know that's involved in gangs, it's crazy how that's the norm in their community. I did have this one student, though. Sorry. Uh, The more brews I have, the more rant-like or tangential this is going to seem. Just, you know, do your thing. So if you're talking about, like, lesson plans that get derailed or, you know, if there's students that are having like a hard time kind of reining it in during like a student centered activity, I, w- I went uh, up to this one student, uh, actually one of the ones from the summit too. And I don't remember what, I think he was giving some other student a hard time. And I was just like, Hey, from the bottom of my heart, I want you to act like a high schooler. And the good thing is that he took it and he started laughing and he was like, okay, I got you. He'll kind of do those things every so often. Like when we have like a, a moment to moment, you know, moment to moment, a one-to-one type of moment where I say something to kind of redirect him or it's just like a quick look or something. And he'll give me one of those like, I got you. Like one of those like chest pounds. I don't know if you can hear that on there. But like a chest pound, like I got you. Uh, so that's kind of good. I really like when students pick up on my subtle humor where it's something like if they say something cheesy and I just do that, but I don't say anything or do anything. I just kind of do the hand motions 
uh, and they'll get it and they'll kind of laugh at it. That's always good because it's like, hey, I'm really funny, I promise you. But it's subliminal a lot of the time. So if you pick up on it, it means you're paying attention. All right, so, well, first off, cheers to myself. I'm going to start doing that more often where it's just like a quick cheers with my guest. But for this week, cheers to myself with the with my, my current drink. But um, it's crazy how when I was in school, rarely missed a day. Um, part of that was my own personal I don't want to fall behind type of thing. And also, uh, it was a pain in the ass to get the work that you missed, whatever. Didn't have perfect attendance by any stretch, uh, but didn't miss a whole lot, right? So there are students that are being motivated. I think it's upperclassmen right now. Uh, If they're at school within the first 10 minutes, so 10 minutes before the bell rings, if upperclassmen are there, I think it's 10 minutes before school starts, which isn't even that early. Um, They're rewarded with some sort of cash price and the first like 100 or something like that which is crazy expensive when you think about it uh if it's a dollar or two you're already looking at a few hundred uh well a couple hundred which is crazy but it's it's (laughs) at this point i'm starting to think i'm going to start handing people you know like a quiz or a homework assignment or a daily class assignment or something uh because i don't really do uh homework i give them class time but i'm waiting for the day when they're just like Hey, where's my money? Did this assignment? I'll just be like, you get your grade for it. That's what you get. You get a grade for it, man. You get to do well in school and move on and move on to college if you want or trade school and you get to get a job and then you can make money. Don't have to pay for tuition. Parents do. And it's cheap as shit. Getting paid for doing stuff as a student. That being said, if I was a student this time, oh, hell yeah, I'd be rolling in the cash if there was a day where you get paid for being there on time or if it was every day oh oh man if it were every day oh you bet your ass i would be rolling in it back in high school but man i get it students need some sort of motivation some sort of positive reinforcement and most of the time it's something tangible or it's money in this case but that's creating such a dangerous culture i'm not trying to you know, I'm not trying to say to principals or schools that are doing that, that, you know, shame on you. It's just, I'm concerned like, Hey, what's that going to do for kids moving forward? What are they going to think when it's, Oh, I don't get paid to do this. So I don't need to do the right thing. Cause honestly, there's plenty of things that adults do that they're not paid for. It's just the right thing to do even in their jobs. If everyone did the minimum at their job, they would still get paid. They would still be satisfying their job description, but shit wouldn't get done or wouldn't get done well. People would be miserable. There's also those students that no matter what you do, oh man, and it, it's not that many. It's just a few, but there's some that they, you know, they really care about the knowledge that they're going to get, the tasks at hand, the skills that they're building as a result of those tasks. Then there's those other students that are like, all right, you just give me the work so I can check these boxes. Doing the absolute minimum. They're like, uh, is, this, is this what you mean for this one? Okay, cool, got that done. Uh, what's the next thing so I can just get it over with and get out of here? Uh, you know what? Just cheers again. Just cheers it up. Yeah, man. 
So <laughs> the best part, I can't believe I forgot this part of the story, but uh, when one of the Uber drivers picked up one of the students for the summit, this is uh, a male student, and it was under the a female name for my principal. Let's just say the name is Wendy, just so that I can have a name. Apparently, he gets into the car in the morning, and the driver goes, Oh, man, you got to be the ugliest Wendy ever, or the ugliest Wendy I've ever seen. Just just throwing shade at him. I mean, I'm, I'm sure my student threw it back. He said he did, being like, hey, man, you're not too good looking yourself. But, man, you know, I appreciate that. Might give you a three out of five rating if you drive shitty. People are too serious. Can't take yourself too seriously. Four-star rating out of five. But there's also those students that I get it. If it's a short week, you're about to have a three-day weekend, you're excited. You want to get out of there. But if school gets out at 3.30 and it's 3.28 and you walk out anyway, it's still a cut. It's still a cut, man. Doesn't matter if it's two minutes. Doesn't matter if it's 30 seconds. Still a cut in the school handbook. Literally tell a kid that. Even my co-teacher was like, hey, man. That's going to be a cut. You sure you want to walk out? Kid goes, I don't give a fuck. Come on, dude. You're smarter than that. That's got to be the dumbest in-school suspension reason ever. You cut with two minutes left? Come on. Wait, that's 120 seconds. It's not even a song. You could, you could listen to half a Kanye song, Ultra Light Beam. You'll probably only get four Kanye lyrics out of that, too, because he likes to drag it out. Like It's mostly just ambient noises, like in Life of Pablo. Not to throw shade at Kanye. Represent. Which, by the way, I do miss the old Kanye. I do miss the old Kanye. I know he, he gave fans shit for that in Life of Pablo. With, or was, it, was it, Life, it was Life of Pablo. With the whole, I miss the old Kanye. He's basically saying, stop saying that. I am Kanye. This is me. But I do miss the old Kanye, Kanye. Bring him back. Anyway, you can like just just wait. Two more minutes. 120 more seconds. Three or four more Kanye lyrics. I'm gonna start using that more. Those lyrics won't make any sense, by the way. They'll they'll sound deep, but when you really like break down what he's saying linguistically, you'll be like, what the hell is that? But it's ultimately just, oh, it's Kanye being Kanye. So for the for the Instagram that I have for Classroom Brew, it's funny because I'm just I'm, there's a bunch of teachers that are following it. Uh, not that many yet. We're at like 70, 75 people following it, but that's all right. Instagram's not the big deal. It's iTunes and the podcast app that I really care about. Uh, but it's funny because there's some teachers that are posting stuff of their room, and there's this one activity. Uh, I'm not going to say the name of the the teacher Instagram that posted it. But they went to some sort of a bakery with with kindergartners. And so there's this cool, like, iron, not iron slab, like a slab for, you know, bakers and stuff. Looks like a cold stone type of thing. Clearly meant so that the kids can work with the dough along a big table, make it like a a cool little field trip. Every single kid's face is blurred out because of privacy reasons. But it's funny to me because there's just this one dude, he clearly works there, and, like, you can see from the nose up on him, and he's mid-eye roll. 
with a bunch of kindergartners at this thing. So you can tell he just does not give a fuck. I think the most common thing, though, for all the people that follow me on Instagram is that there's always some teacher that has their feet up on their desk saying, survived another week. Happy Halloween. Survived it. It's my lunch. I'm going to cherish it. Which, by the way, 100% on board. It's just funny that it, there's that many teachers that when they have a minute and they're just chilling at their desk, probably during their five-minute lunch before they scarf down their food. Look, there's another one. That's, that's four four pictures with uh, teachers with their feet up at their desk. It never fails. Um, I just didn't realize how many teachers had an Instagram for something like uh, attire or books they read or clip art that they use or just ways to cope the the clothing thing is one big thing like here's my casual friday thing like cool man i'm gonna go on with my day now this is clever so like the one uh the kindergartners on the the bakery field trip they had to blur out the faces except the one guy that didn't give a shit because he's working there and doesn't want to be there for a kindergarten field trip which is amazing uh, but this is clever because all these students in this picture, it's like a selfie on uh, Halloween. Yep, three days ago, so Halloween. And don't have to blur anything out because they're all wearing masks, which is crazy because my school did not allow, they allowed Halloween costumes, just no masks for obvious reasons. Uh, a lot of stuff with reading, obviously, big on reading. Yeah, that's another one. That's see, no feet up, but this is some sort of a meme. The caption is survived another week that included Halloween and the first snow of the fall. So yes, it's all about it's all about survival. Um Okay. Picture with a bunch of teachers. They coordinated. I think my my sister's uh one of them is a teacher. Uh, and they coordinated once to do all the characters from Trolls and Inside Out. So one of those is Pixar, right? One is DreamWorks. And that's clever. Uh, we didn't coordinate it in my school. I didn't have a, a costume this year. But yeah, man, the Instagram element for teaching, that's kind of cool. Like there was Pinterest. Uh, I had to make a Pinterest once when I was in college. I made my handle without any, it barely fit. I don't remember how I did it. Didn't have any vowels, but it was don't like Pinterest because I was a smart ass back then. Still am, I guess. Uh, but it's cool that so I clearly I don't like Pinterest. As soon as that class was over in college, got rid of the account, got rid of the app because I didn't want it. But it is cool because you can see some new ideas from other teachers. Um, like oh, stem bins. That's a good idea. Uh, ways to organize. It's honestly, it's just nice to see how. Some some teachers set up their room with different ideas that they have, uh, but it's it's mostly it seems like coping related stuff. <laughs> this this meme is classic. So like the winter is coming with Sean Bean as Ned Stark. Ned Stark, brace yourselves. Teachers' Christmas is coming. Like winter is coming. Classic. Oh. Go Noodle? What the fuck is Go Noodle? You can tell I'm not an elementary teacher because I am not up 
on those little like physical activities. Don't know a whole lot about them. I do like this though. So using emojis on like popsicle sticks for a discussion activity. That's good. I like that. People are clever, man. The internet's a great thing. Just, you know, maybe less pictures with your feet up on your desk. That'd be great. I thought this was... I'm just in the... Oh, man. Oh, that's a relief. I'm in just like the the search explore section, and it's mostly all teacher stuff because on the, the Classroom Brew Instagram account, it only follows, you know, people that follow me and other teachers. But there was this one picture that definitely not appropriate for a Halloween costume. And I was like, oh my God, is that a teacher? Thank God it's not. Not even going to say what the costume was. Um, but change it. Don't wear that. I am not a test score. Oh, that's the other thing. Picture of coffee. Well, I got cold coffee. and Didn't have a chance to drink it because busy morning. Gotcha. Feel your pain. It's all over Instagram, though. Oh, man, I could do this for hours. But you can't, so I'll move on. Anyway. Oh, this was the one thing, too. I forgot. Oh, my God, this story. So, apparently there was something that came out on Halloween saying that ABC's Blackish is uh, a TV show with... Was that... Uh, I, don't know the, I don't know the actor in it. I, can't, I can picture him. I don't remember his name. But ABC's Blackish. Apparently they painted some picture that showed that public education was racist. Yeah, man. Um, I think that's part of the thing that I've been looking at with some of my classes. We've been looking at the media's coverage of certain... So like Michael Brown and when he was shot and killed in Ferguson and the way that social media and the media took a hold of it. And it's always... It's it's an activity. Uh, it takes like a week or so, and uh, two weeks, and it's always something students can get behind because like oh, Twitter feeds. Oh, let's verify this news source. And it turns out the whole hands up, don't shoot thing was built on this narrative that wasn't entirely true because Brown allegedly attacked the officer first, and he had his hands up for a moment potentially, but he ultimately charged the officer. So when he was shot and killed. It was justified. Doesn't mean that the issue of like Black Lives Matter or this, you know, disconcerting trend of black men being, you know, shot by officers doesn't discount that. That's still an issue. There is still the potential for racially charged incidents or violence, whatever. But uh, I didn't think about, you know, the impact of ABC's blackish, which isn't that. <laughs> Can you... Can you, isn't that like a, I know it's, you know, written by, what's his name? It's like Anthony something. I want to say Anthony Adams, but I know that that's the former Bears nose tackle, who's like way more famous now on social media than he was when he was a player, even though I liked him as a player. He's a good guy. But uh, yeah, Blackish seems like a real difficult name. Um, I haven't seen it. I'm not really sure what the format is. I'm assuming that they talk about different elements of race. A lot, which is good. Uh, but painting public education, well, first of all, generalizing. Which teachers only carry baseball bats. That's just from, that's just like, so I'm thinking of like Mean Girls when the, the principal's like, I did not leave the inner city for this. 
He's got the baseball bat. But um, yeah, man, I, I don't like the, the picture being painted of public education. Um, I think that's, you know, not just bad for public education, but also the students that come out of that, especially if it's just for entertainment. I'm sure this show has some sort of political background. I think most things have some sort of a message they want to get across. Um, I'd have to watch the show. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll talk about that next week if I actually have a chance. Anthony Anderson. I just remembered his name. Yeah, that's why I was thinking Anthony Adams. Anderson Adams, both A last names, whatever. I'm looking at the script. We move to your neighborhoods, you guys are out. We move to your schools, you guys are out. All I'm saying is just be careful with social media, the popular media, because you can post anything. Look at look at what's-his-face that's constantly tweeting, which, by the way, stop tweeting. Stop it. Make decisions. Stop tweeting. But uh, definitely not accurate stuff on there. Definitely not. So I'm just saying watch out, because even if it may seem like a credible person, you got to be careful. And everyone's human, even the regular media. The whole Michael Brown thing, for example, some credible news sources, they they didn't necessarily take a position early on, but there's always going to be that bias. So I just think if it's something like ABC's Blackish, or it's NBC News, or it's, you know, The New Yorker, some sort of a, especially Twitter too, just be careful. And it's a skill. I'm, I'm guilty of it, too. I had to tell students, like, hey, we're going to verify these different types of sources, make sure they're credible, uh, cross-analyze, like, the witnesses, things like that. It's hard. Even I'm guilty of seeing it on Facebook or social media and saying, oh, my God, that's ridiculous. Sometimes I'll take a second and pause and say, oh, can I trust this? But I think we're all guilty because we're all emotional beings. We all have opinions on things. And it's kind of like clickbait. It'll have some sort of a headline that makes you think, oh, wow, I need to, this, that's outrageous. I need to do something about this. And for most people, it's, oh, I need to share this. Like, oh, do you remember the, the Stop Coney hashtag? That lasted a fucking week. Everyone did it because everyone wants to be an activist. Everyone has an opinion about it. They all get passionate. You ask them in a week, hey, how'd that thing with Coney go? And they go, who? Who's Coney? You know, the guy you did the hashtag for, man. Did you forget already? Like, oh, man, that's, that's, that's some old shit. What's up this week? You see Kim Kardashian? Yeah, man, that's crazy. That's how people work. Anyway, media literacy. So one of the things I've also been looking at since this podcast started is when students say some shit that I don't really know what they mean. Because there's, there's always new phrases. I'm guilty of using some of these. Not guilty. It's not a bad thing. Uh, it's a cultural thing. Which is great. It's a cultural thing. And uh, I think a few weeks ago was, put the beat up. I don't know what the fuck that means to this day. Well, I mean, I kind of do. I think it's just get some sort of a, a beat going. Because everyone's a SoundCloud rapper. Everyone can rap. Everyone can, you know, put a beat. From you know some Tupac song where they they mute, they mute the Tupac part and they can just start freestyling. Oh man, if I hear one more freestyler in the hallway, done, done, man. Every student's gonna become a, a rapper, man. I swear, that's that's their goal. But the the new one I heard 
<laughs> I kind of like this one. I, I think I know what it means. It was, uh, granted, it was in a bad context. Um, just kind of heard it. I didn't see the student that did it. It was like down the hall, but it was. But clap back on your bitch ass. Clap back on your bitch ass. I'm assuming clap back is like hit him back. Maybe hit, well, clap back. Well, I feel like when, when some people argue too, they like clap their hands, like say something else. So maybe that's their way of being. <laughs> Kevin Hart sounded. Say something else. Or so maybe it's like a comeback, like in an argument. Being like, you say that, I'm going to come at you. I'm going to win this argument. That's what that's what I'm thinking. But like why has it gotta be bitch ass? Can you just say man? Or like you? Or just say it like I'll clap back at you. So aggressive, man. Calm down. That's always so tempting whenever someone is yelling. Just be like, Hey, why are you yelling? What are you mad about? That's that's like if you say like relax. No one in the history of the world has ever relaxed after being told, hey, relax. Doesn't work that way. Does not work that way. Pretty sure I got told to relax not too long ago. It's probably during the, yeah, it was definitely during the test. That's pretty standard, right? Like, I'm not crazy. I don't give tests often. Really just at the end of a unit. And sometimes I'll do something else. Some sort of a project or something instead of a test. But it's during a test. Gave the simple, you already give them the guidelines. You go through the test to kind of make sure they know what they're doing. Some fill in the blank. Some short answer. Be prepared. Put the test number at the top of your answer sheet. So I know how to grade you. And no talking. Right? Collect the phones. No talking. Even if you don't go through and, you know, help review directions with students, almost every teacher in the history of the world has said, no talking. This is an individual assignment. This test must be done independently. So I know how you did. Especially if it's a skill test. It's like, hey, I want to be able to fix it. If you struggled on this, I can look at each question, figure out, how to help you. A few students, it's usually, it's, there's always the problematic students, but they'll talk during it. You need to redirect them. Eventually you start to, you know, give them some sort of ultimatum for these are the consequences if you do something like talking during a test. And you'll get the, relax. No, man. Not how it works. So yeah, I've been told to relax by students. Which is kind of funny because I think I'm one of the more chill teachers in my school I think I don't know I'll have to ask who does need to relax though are those students that they tell you just a little too much like <laughs> this is this is uh the like the Monday after I recorded last week's podcast I almost let off with this story but this one student um I just have like a pass the students can grab if they have to go to the bathroom for whatever reason I don't ask because I don't want to know. I talked about this earlier for those of you that have listened to my podcast uh, from the beginning. uh, True fans. But 
I had this one guy that was telling me about like all the history of his bowel movement, things like that. And it's like, hey, man, I don't know you. Don't want to hear it. But I've had some students come in and be like, oh, that was such a good shit. What? Why'd you just announce that, man? So those are maybe some students that could, you know, do with a little relaxation, a little chill pill, not to announce their bowel movements. I'm waiting for the day where, and I don't teach like elementary school, which by the way, shout out to every elementary school teacher, kindergarten teacher that has had to deal with a student that has like some sort of an accident. I mean, I'm middle school and high school certified. It's my license for those, you know, six to 12. But man, I don't know if I could handle that. Like, I don't, uh, don't want to deal with that. It's tough enough dealing with a derailed lesson plan due to some behavior thing, but if it's something related to bodily fluids, forget it. Don't want to do it. Save that for when I have kids someday. Not at work. Yeah, I was elbow deep in shit today. Oh, are you a, like a, <laughs> uh, not a urologist, no. You a general surgeon? Working on someone's bladder? No, I'm a teacher. Real big pile earlier today. Woo! Had to wash up to my elbows. That's the other thing, too. So, I kind of briefly talked about gang stuff. And uh, cleaning the room, it's really just kind of clean off the desks, make sure there isn't, you know, too much stuff on the floor. Shout out to all the, the janitors and custodians. You guys are awesome. Luis, he's great. Uh, real nice guy, real helpful, uh, great to talk to, a lot of good stories, but um, when it comes to like gang stuff, I don't know if OMB is like a rapper, OMB, I'm going to look it up, I forgot, I think I already did, but unfortunately there is, you know, either the kids are involved with it or they're being groomed for it or they know someone that's a part of it, I talked about gang signs being flashed, had to write it up referred to a counselor they have some community service and stuff to do which is good hopefully that works for them and i'll keep an eye on this student pull him aside and say hey let's reevaluate this what's best for you but that's just annoying when you have to clean off a desk because there's some graffiti especially if it's it's only happened once and i wasn't the teacher but there was like some gang graffiti on a desk i did get this was i thought this was awesome i almost I don't think I did take a picture of it. Damn it. But some kid drew like a clown. They put, hey, Georgie, on the desk, which is fucking creepy as shit. Um, there's like this one like grate, like a, not like a sewer thing, but there's like some sort of a grate that leads to the heat in the hall, not too far from my classroom. I'm so tempted to just tape or uh, tie up a red balloon right there. <laughs> just reference the it clown. But yeah, some kid wrote, hey, Georgie. Um, before I promptly, you know, at the end of the day, erased it from the desk. That, but that's the thing. The cleaner stuff that I had doesn't quite do the trick. Most cleaners that you get, I don't even know the brand. It's some generic thing that was just in the room when I got it. It doesn't quite get it out. And so it actually, it, it takes a few tries to get it. Or like if I'm, you know, not feeling like cleaning a desk with pen or pencil on it, for too long it can stay there for a while 
And I'm pretty sure this it clown saying, hey, Georgie, was on there for a solid week, uh, which is funny because there's this one student, um, real sweet. She's like, I really don't like clowns. And there's this fucking clown on my desk. Can I please switch desks? Because it's getting lighter and lighter. And I think she was getting creeped out. She's like, the lighter it gets, the scarier I think it is because it looks like it's been here for forever since this desk was made, even though the desks are pretty new. But it's... I get it. Just don't graffiti on desks, man. It's a pain to clean up. But more importantly, don't do gang-related stuff. Don't be involved in it. Or it stuff. No demonic, child-eating, clowns, stuff like that. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Otherwise, gonna put a red balloon on the grate in the hall. Scare the shit out you. That would last literally one passing period before it would get popped or taken. Captured. My balloon got captured. Joke's on you, Pennywise. Joke's on you. <laughs> uh, rude. He got rocked by that demodog. Brutal. R.I.P. Poor Sean Aston. But yeah, man. Um, I'm still waiting for the day. <laughs> if I haven't mentioned this yet, um, please make sure uh, you follow Classroom Brew on any social media, anything like that. So, at Classroom Brew, no spaces on Instagram. If you have uh, a Facebook, you can go to classroom or facebook.com slash classroom brew. There's a page up there. If you want to communicate with me, ask me any questions, anything like that, you can feel free to DM the Instagram page or the Facebook page. It's also an email classroom brew at gmail.com. No spaces because can't do that. Um, that would be kind of cool. I'm thinking about doing an episode where I answer questions from, you know, people that listen, people that, um, I don't have a Twitter. I might have to start that. Maybe I'll do like a, a hashtag, kind of like Chris D'Elia does, so he can kind of take questions at the end. Um, but yeah, if you want to get more connected with Classroom Brew, I've had some people suggest like, hey, how about you talk about the situation for teachers in Puerto Rico because they're dealing with that natural disaster, which would be awesome. It's just difficult because don't have the technology to communicate with somebody uh, in Puerto Rico. But the more that I branch out, the better. So Make sure you're connecting with social media on Facebook, Instagram. Obviously, make sure you subscribe and spread the word, rate and review on iTunes. That's the big one. So that way this podcast can really grow. Oh, man, there's no update on Betsy DeVos. Man, can't she get captured? Not like in a bad way. Just like, just step down. That's That would really just solve the problem for everybody. Most unqualified, well, I shouldn't say that. Tied for first, most unqualified person for the position she's in. <laughs> that just got so political. Ah. We on ultralight beam. We on ultralight beam. Was that three or four words? That's all you got to get through. That's like two minutes of a Kanye song. Talk about quantity of content over quality. Good song, by the way. Not dissing ultralight beam. Just saying, wait two minutes before you cut out. Which also, for you listeners, sometimes I'll put like a little 
two second thing after you know the that closing music that I've got. Which, by the way, initially I was not sold on my intro and outro music. The ba 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 bum, ba 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 bum, ba 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 bum, and there's that boom 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 at the end on the outro. But you know, after that last, you know, like ba 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 bum, and the music's over. Sometimes I'll put something in there. So if you're a true listener, you're a true subscriber, keep listening. Maybe maybe go back to an episode if you missed it because I put a little surprise in there sometimes. Sometimes. Now I'm deciding if I should do it this episode or not. It's the same thing as if I put like something before the intro music. Like a story last week. You guys liked that story from last week. Which is good. Thanks. Cool. A lot of you guys like my fake sponsor thing too. Which, by the way, hey man, if you want to sponsor, that I'd be, I'm more than more than open to that. That'd be great. But anyways, so um, I was asked by someone, hey, uh, can you kind of recap the format of Classroom Brew for me? Uh, which also reminds me, new logo. Took the old logo. I knew it was going to be something I'd work with, but we've got a new logo. The name's going to stay Classroom Brew, but I added a little beer bottle in there, little green beer bottle which is a lot harder for me because I'm not very tech-savvy. So it might seem like, oh, we just pasted in a beer bottle. Nuh-uh. Took a lot of work because I had to start from scratch. But I do like the new logo. But with Classroom Brew, it's either going to be myself on this podcast or myself with one or two guests, typically teachers or professionals in education, or someone that just has an interest in school, education, whatever, someone that I think will be entertaining for you guys to work alongside me. But sitting down on a Friday just before the weekend starts, winding down the weekend, trying to relax, having a couple beers, and talking about what actually happens in the classroom. I think it's going to be really useful for people that are pre-service teachers, people that are first-year teachers that maybe they're not sure if I'm experiencing the same things as someone else. Or they just need someone because maybe they feel isolated, anything like that. And then, of course, it's a great excuse for me to get together with some friends. Which sometimes it feels like we're back in grad school. It's like we're just talking about stuff that we would do, like banter in between, you know, like a classroom discussion in grad school. But hey, that's how you get close to people. So, um, I think I'm going to wrap this up for now. I'm trying to keep this episode short because i got somewhere to be. Um, big weekend plans. Not really. A lot of grading. Oh my God. A lot of grading. End of the quarter. So help me God. Um, but yeah, man. Um, I think I'm going to wrap this up for this week. Uh, this was episode seven of Classroom Brew. Uh, thank you for listening. Make sure you check out Classroom Brew on Facebook. There's a Facebook page, uh, with some occasional updates, links to things like the Instagram page, the Facebook page. Uh, channel, uh, the iTunes and podcast app links. Uh, if you're on your phone or on your computer, whatever, uh, whatever you're using, it'll still get you there. Uh, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already and you're listening to this. If you like what you hear, uh, rate and review. That's always good. That helps me out. And then, of course, keep spreading the word. Uh, I really appreciate when you guys reach out to me saying, hey, how about you try this? Or, hey, what do you think about this topic? Um, I'm going to try to do an episode where I just go through Maybe I'll start a hashtag, or if you guys just want to contact me on Instagram or Facebook, whatever, uh, where you guys just ask me questions, and I'll go through 
all of them. Keep it school appropriate. I like how I say that on an explicit podcast. Uh, But yeah, if you want to ask any questions, reach out. uh, Or if you'd like to be on, uh, more than happy to to do that for you. So thanks for listening. Uh, See you guys next week.